Zombies or vampires, which side would you be on? Oh, according to comedian and author Charlie Higson, the chances are if you're a teenage boy, you'll go for zombies, and if you're a teenage girl, you'll be more attracted to vampires. This is his idea of a no-fail way to define the gender divide. Charlie Higson's in Australia for the Sydney Writers Festival. He's the author of the best-selling Young Bond series about James Bond's school days, and he's got a new book out in September called The Dead. It's a sequel to his best-selling zombie horror fiction for teens, The Enemy. You would have heard a short... uh, bit of that um, if you tuned in earlier on in the program. He's with us on Afternoons to tell us about that. Hello, Charlie. Hello there. Hi. It's good to Hi. see you're still with us. Yes, yes, I am. We, um, <laughs> I, I haven't turned into a zombie yet. No. <laughs> well, you, you, I tell you what, you made a very good showing of it. Is, is this, having watched that short um, film on the internet earlier today, mm-hmm. and be, being a girl, I found it very difficult. I had to, I had to actually stop <laughs> looking at the picture after about five minutes and just listen to the audio, and I couldn't even stand that. The audio is pretty disgusting too. It sounded <laughs> most revolting listening to that earlier. Yes, yes, it was terribly revolting. Is that why you decided to write a, a horror book about about zombies so that you could make a film and turn into one? Was this your <laughs> secret ambition? It's always been my my dream. It and that, it was weird actually because the, the idea. Of the film as I'm trying to do this talk and slowly I, I turn turn into a zombie and it, it's quite a scary thing actually because we, we were sort of adding the makeup and the gore and sort of falling apart and turning into a kind of monster and you do sort of start to frighten yourself a little actually when once you start getting into that thing and you wonder what it must be like making one of those big zombie movies where you've got loads of people made up as zombies charging around. It actually must be pretty scary. Really and scary? That's actually, yeah, and it, it actually, it, you know, what what I wanted to do in writing these books was to give um, younger teenage kids that same sort of thrill as as I used to get as a teenager and as an older teenager going to see horror movies where you need to be like 18 years old. And I, I used to love them so much and I thought, well, if I could get all that, you know, that kind of the terrors and the scares and the exhilaration into a book for, for, for younger kids, then um, that might be a lot of fun. And as you say, zombies are everywhere at the moment. I've got three three teenage boys, and they're obsessed by zombies. So I thought that that's the thing to do: kids versus kids versus zombies, and kids versus adults. So you've just got the two classic yes, themes exactly. for for childhood <laughs> rebellion, haven't you? At, at at your fingertips. Is it difficult writing a horror story for teenagers? How do you sort of draw the the line? Because I imagine you can't go well, too far. Well, it's interesting. I mean, I think I think you know you, you can probably do a little bit more in a book than you could. In a film, um, and I, I mean to, to test it out, I, I had nothing to go on other than reading it to one of my own kids. I read it to my my youngest boy, as I was writing it, because if for exactly that reason, of thinking, well, how scary can I make it? How gory can I make it? How intense can I make it? And so I'd be, you know, I'd be reading a bit. We come to the first scary bit. I would I would read it to him as a bedtime story at night, as I went as I was writing it, and we get to the first really scary bit. I think, okay, this is this is going to really get him, and I'd I'd read it out. I say, well, you know, what do you think? He said, yeah. Yeah, no, I quite like that. Yeah, I, I like the bit where his head fell off. <laughs> so, so I'm thinking, all right, it's not getting through to him. Okay, I'm going to really push this. So uh, I, I'd write that next bit even more. And, and it was, I was getting the same response all the time. So I was making it more and more kind of over the top until eventually um, in the middle of the night, about four o'clock one morning, I was asleep and I heard this banging on the door and he came bursting into the room in, in absolute floods of te- tears. And he's, he'd had this um, a terrible nightmare. And I thought, yes, I've got him. <laughs> finally. <laughs> yeah. Finally, I've scared him. So, it, you know, I think it is interesting. I mean, you know, what what you can do in a book these days. And, and I think kids' books in general have become, 
you know, more more graphic and because you've got to you're competing with all those computer games that they like playing and the the movies they like watching and the TV they like, you know, which is full of action and violence and drama and, you know, extreme emotions. And you think, well, you know, if I've got to compete with that, if I'm gonna to say to a you know, a teenage boy, read this book, then I'm thinking, well I've got to give him the same sort of experiences he would get from from playing those games. And it's interesting, isn't it, that even as um, even as babies, and, and you've got mm. got children, so you'd be aware of this. They they mm. start finding um, small bits of violence quite funny very early on. Because I know when I used to hurt myself, you know, my daughter would think that was completely hilarious. From I think as older when she was old enough to focus, and when they're teenagers, then. Um, they do find that sort of thing quite hilarious. So I guess your comic background would work quite well in this because they're, they're, um, now that you say that, there's probably actually quite a natural link between comedy and horror. Yeah, well, you know, that is why is it so funny watching people hurt themselves? You know, you get all those kind of, I don't know what you call them out here, but, you know, home movie disaster type programs where people send in clips of the people smacking their heads on door frames and falling off chairs when they break and that kind of thing. And it is, people's other misfortune is quite funny. And yes, and actually in horror films, there always has been, again, a tradition of mixing horror and and comedy. I mean, recently there was a very good British zombie film called Shaun of the Dead, which uh, some of your listeners have probably seen, which mixed kind of horror and and comedy very well. I mean, there are some more sort of jokey moments in in the book. You've got to sometimes relieve the tension. And uh, but, but but on the whole, I was trying to keep it actually quite um, quite intense for the kids, so they would actually genuinely get get quite terrified by it. Well, I hope they do. I hope I'm scarring them for life. Excellent work. We're talking <laughs> to Charlie Hickson, who's <laughs> author and comedian. We're talking about his zombie series series at at the moment, and um, I'm just having a look at the back. When the sickness came, it says every parent, police officer, politician, every adult fell ill. I mean, that must be a teenager's dream yeah well I mean exactly I mean that that was a fantasy I had as a a kid very much of wouldn't it be brilliant a world without adults if they all just disappeared and you had the place to yourself you had complete freedom to go where you want do where you want and go into all the shops and and get all the stuff exactly yeah yeah and you know living in London I thought well you know if there were no adults around you could go and live in Buckingham Palace which is exactly what happens in the book there's a group of kids after this disease has wiped out most of the adults a group of kids do set up in Buckingham Palace, where in fact there are still a few kind of rotting members of the royal family who they kind of keep locked up, a <laughs> kind of zombie royal family, which is probably one of the more humorous moments in the book. But yeah, that kind of fantasy of being in a world of kids with no adults around was my starting point. And then I thought, well, actually, the reality of that is pretty soon that's going to get terrifying because there'll be no electricity, there'll be no f- food being produced. Um, no one to actually look after these kids. And then I thought, well, let's make it even more scary and make a few surviving adults, zombies, who are trying to catch the kids and eat them. So, it, it, yes, it's sort of putting in lots of kind of childhood fantasies and saying, well, actually, this is what it would be really like. Well, it's good to have a moral of the story, I think, so you keep the mm. upper hand as an adult. Yes, <laughs> although yes, although the enemy of the title are are the adults, I'm afraid. It's, uh, it's never trust an adult. Um, Got to keep actually, one in mind somehow. I want, yes. I mean, one of the reasons I wanted to do that, actually, was because I don't know if it's the same over here, but certainly in England, there's a kind of lot of anti-teenager sentiment from from the kind of the middle-aged types. 
And, you know, having three teenagers of my own, I, I sort of started to think this was all a bit unfair. You know, kids, you know, they say, oh, they're so disrespectful and they're rude and they're stupid and they hang around on corners intimidating people. But, you know, I think uh, us adults have probably done more to muck up the world than the poor teenagers and we're, we're, we're probably a lot more of a danger to them than they are to us so I wanted to write a book which was you know the teenagers they work together they do fight off the adults and they're, they're kind of strong together and I think that's a, a good message to kids is to say you know you're not as bad as everyone makes out. We've got a couple of SMSs to the program. Mm. Charlie Allen from Busselton uh, wants to know if you can sing a few lines of Run Me Down are you familiar with that? <laughs> Yeah, I'd better not. Yes, I, for six years in my younger days, I was a singer in a pop group. But I, the reason, main reason we stopped is because I am a terrible, terrible singer. I see. And uh, it wasn't so much singing as musical shouting. And, I, you know, I really can't inflict anyone, that on anyone. I think you, you would lose all your listeners in one fell swoop. <laughs> I did try, Alan. You can't, you can't say I didn't try. And Kim wants to know if you've seen, if you've seen Zombie Strippers. Zombie strippers, what, in, in real life or is that a, is that a I movie? I don't know. I assume it's a movie. <laughs> I know, actually, because we're talking to Ian McKellen on the program next week and I know he's about to make a movie called Egad Zombies, which I just think sounds fantastic. <laughs> and look, I well, love the... Of... Go on. No, no. No, no, no. Well, I was going to say there's a lot of this kind of historical... Yeah. Zomb- there's a very popular book, which is um, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies which is, you know, very it's the Pride and Prejudice, but they've added zombies into it, and that's been a huge hit. So perhaps they're, they're doing a kind of something like that, a sort of traditional BBC type of period drama, but adding some zombies to liven it up a bit. I've, I've seen uh, the cover to the Pride and Prejudice one. They've got that, that really yeah. um, notable sort of picture of the, of the woman, I think, in the um, bonnet on the front of it, but her face yes. is this hideous zombie. Now, I read your article in The Guardian, which was just fabulous, about uh, boys, girls, zombies and vampires. And before, mm. before we let you go, I just, I just, I just love this, um, this gender divide that you've discovered. And it's, it's just so true, I think, Talk to me about yes, well, that. You, well, yes, I mean, girls at the moment seem to be absolutely obsessed with vampires and boys with zombies. You know, girls seem to think that vampires are kind of cool and sexy and moody and sophisticated and they seem to be the sort of ideal boyfriend for these girls. They think, oh, I'd love to go out with a, a really moody, sophisticated vampire. And you want to say to them, actually, you're not, you're not supposed to date vampires. You're supposed to stick stakes through their heart and cut their heads off. But boys go for zombies. And zombies are kind of these shuffling, filthy, dirty, um, you know, they only commute with, communicate with grunts and they kind of have a terrible diet and they're covered in spots. They are much, much more like the reality of teenage boys. I think zombies are like what teenage boys are actually like. And zombies are Dumb, brutal. To... I'm quoting you here, I should hasten to say, before <laughs> I get lynched when I walk out of the studio. Dumb, brutal, ugly and mindlessly violent. <laughs> Fabulous. Well, as I say, it goes back to some people's views on zombies. But I think, you know, I think also boys love the fact that, you know, there's a lot of kind of splatter and gore involved with zombies. And, you know, vampires seem to become, they're not even supposed to be scary anymore, so... I've only got boys, so you know I, I'm I've kind of I'm a sort of immune to the whole Stephanie Meyer Twilight vibe. Yes, no, look, I I get it, and I can see the whole pale, interesting thing happening yeah, with, with, you, with you'd the like vampire. To date a vampire I, look, you? I would date a vampire over, <laughs> over a zombie, and I, no offence, Charlie, but the sight of you with boils all over your face and lots of blood, it just it didn't it's do not a it good for look, me. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for talking to us. I understand you finish a tour of Australia and you're off to America. Yeah, I'm off to uh, L.A. tomorrow and I'm, I'm going to work my way back across the, the States and then eventually get home sometime at the beginning of June. Spreading horror all the way.
Yes. Charlie Higson on Afternoons. Thanks very much for talking to us. That would have been great. Thanks.